0: The vibe Turn it up It's all about the music Keep listening to it because it gets you in that vibe Hanging out with artists from all around the world Hi, this is R. Larson Hey, it's Guy Sebastian Yo, what's going on? I'm doing something I did not think I'd be doing today I'm having having a beer with Youngblood This is Vibe with Brown. Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of The Vibe. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Sean Brown and this is the podcast where we delve deep into the music and my guest today is an international DJ who broke through in 2019 with his hit single Sorry, a remake of Monster Boy's classic of the same name. The song spent 10 weeks in the UK top 10 and broke Shazam's all-time daily record after receiving 41,000 Shazams in 24 hours. Sorry also went platinum on the ARIA charts here in Australia and went to number one on our Shazam chart. He's come hard heart in 2020 with his smash hit, Lonely, and his hit single, which I'm calling one of the best songs of 2020, Head and Heart, with M&EK. He joins me right now. He is Joel Corey. Oh
1: hey. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, oh. and thanks for the big intro, mate. Mate, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> look, you work hard. You deserve a good intro. I've got to tell you a funny story, all right? So I feel like I... I am an OG Joel Corey fan since I was 17, right? Because my 18th was Geordie Shaw themed. And it's so funny. I remember, and I don't mean to bring up Geordie Shaw, but I remember back in the day when you were on it, me and my mates used to copy your hair. Which is no way. So <laughs> we all, and I have a mate that looks so much like you. It's so funny. Like, back, I'm talking like back in 2011, we yeah. had like these pictures where we put his face next to yours, and everyone was like, oh my God, he looks like, so much like Joel Corey. And he came to my 18th as you. Yeah. That
1: is- Oh, that has blown my mind. Mate, and I, I had some dodgy haircuts. Oh, so didn't we all? Didn't we all
0: yeah. the fringe I'm on it. I'm on yeah. it. <laughs> Oh man, so many regrets, so many regrets. But look, so funny, it's bro. a part of life, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, man, I'm really excited to have you on. What's the UK like at the moment?
1: Uh, do you know what? Um, finally, the sun's out, so we don't really get much sun over in in the UK. So we're having a good week this week, like, like you know. So I've had a I've had a barbecue last weekend. So it, feel, it feels better now that the sun's out and and the weather's got better. But obviously, it's been as for you guys as well. It's been really strange few yeah. months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it feels like things are starting to get better now. When people were like got used to the new sort of way, way of life, if you like, mm-hmm. and just enjoy. Enjoyed a bit of summer over here.
0: Now I want to start from the beginning because I don't think a lot of people realise this, but you've actually been DJing for a very long time. When I say long time, you started when you were thirteen years of age. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got my first pair of decks when I was for Christmas when I was thirteen, and my, my older brother was actually a DJ. So originally, when I first got decks, it was just because I wanted to be like as cool as my older brother. <laughs> um, but you know. It was started in my bedroom, man, and it become a big hobby of mine as a teenager. Um, back in those days, it was all on vinyl as well, so it was a bit of a different culture. You know, it was part of it was going to the record shop every week and digging for new music, and you know that was that was oh. part of the fun back then. And I and I really took to it. And um, you know, I, I eventually started DJing. Uh, you know, at under eighteen nights and birthday parties and proms and all those sorts of things. That, you know, the discos that you start at, out as a DJ. And, you know, I eventually got myself into a club circuit, and I've literally been a, a club resident DJ for 15 years, mate. Um, wow. You know, my whole life, basically. And and then, you know, I was I, I kind of wanted to take the DJing further. I kind of realized that to do that, it was putting your own music out and producing was the way to go. So started doing that when I was at college. Um, and, yes, I, again, just stuck at it. And, you know, last year got, got my breakthrough finally, mate, mm. which is, like, it's been the best 12 months i mean every day i'm like pinching myself like yeah. it's really actually happening so and it's crazy yeah. cuz you
0: had 12 singles out before that didn't you
1: yeah yeah man you know during that, you go you go through that period where you're putting music out independently and you know you're, you are you're obviously like trying to make things happen mm. and trying to hustle and get your name out there and yeah. and you know at times you just think like ah oh, maybe yeah maybe this isn't actually going to happen yeah, for me and yeah, i'm yeah, kind yeah. of wasting my time a little bit here and you kind of you do have their moments but i think um you know when it does happen and it and it did for me mm. that's why it feels just so good because you know for all them years that i was trying to do it and i was dreaming about it every day and i was thinking you know what it's just probably not going to happen for me and people yeah. around me may be saying Try and do something else, maybe Joel. Like it's uh, maybe this isn't isn't going to happen. But oh, yeah,
0: that's, I'm, I'm so glad you yeah. stuck at it, man. Like honestly, that your your songs are so good. As I said before, I think Head and Hearts one of the best songs of 2020. Uh, tell me about reworking. Sorry, because that was originally a UKG track, for which yeah. for people in Australia, I'm not sure people really get into UKG. Maybe there's like a small group of people, but it's not really a big genre here. But that's uh, garage music in the UK. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so going back to when I when I started DJing, like I said, with my vinyls and going to the record shops. The, the I was in the garage scene, like in the UK at the time. It was a scene. It was a, it was a it was a bit, especially like in London. It was um where I lived. It was uh, you know that it was the it was what was going on. Garage mm. was massive in the UK. And sorry by um, Monster Boy and Denzi was a, was a big garage anthem back in the day and it was actually one of the first vinyls i ever brought in my record collection so this track is special special to me you know when i grew up it was a staple of my dj sets um you know and i always it was just it was just a big it's a banger and it still is it's a timeless classic if you're into garage you know Mm -hmm. this track Um, but what's so nice mate is obviously when you go to do a cover of a song um i have a lot of respect for the original and the original artist um and uh what's so nice is when I did my version and put it out, you know, the original artists, Monster Boy and Denzi, have both supported the record oh, and you stay see. in touch and it's so nice for me to see them having success of, of, of my reboot as well if you like. Yeah, and also, like you said, you know, for the track to take off in places like Australia and even like Ireland and, you know, places in Europe that would probably not know the original, mm. that's also really nice because I feel like you know, the original was such an anthem and I've kind of given it a leg up as well. Yeah. And, and it's hit a new generation and new places. And, you know, I like the thought of maybe someone that heard my version is a big fan of it. Maybe did a bit of digging and, but, oh, my God, oh, like, I've just found the original bro, that, that, was me. And, uh,
0: that was me. Honestly, yeah. I went yeah. looking. I was like, this song is so good. And then I looked on Wikipedia and I was like, oh, this is yeah. this is an old song that's been reworked from 2000. And I discovered the original. So yeah, crazy. That, that,
1: to me, that's really, like I love that. Mm. for you know pretty cool and, and obviously the original is a male vocal Denzi so um, Hayley is the Haley May who I've worked with for a few years is the vocalist on my version it was nice to kind of flip it from the female perspective as yeah. well so it's kind of like I think it was a it was a nice way to reboot it for for last summer. Yeah, hundred
0: percent, man. Who would you say your idols are? Like, is there anyone you kind of look at and think that's where
1: I'd like my career to go? Do you know what people ask me about this all the time? And it's and my idols like are not so much music based. Funny enough, they're mm. they're kind of just like people that I see um, achieving so much and have that kind of real eye. The tiger, which which I like, and I'm talking about people like Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, The Rock, you know, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like these sort of people are like people that are like my idols, literally, and I follow their careers. And and I watch the moves they make and the way they handle themselves. And just that raw drive and determination, that sort of stuff really inspires me. so, yeah, they're kind of really like my idols. Yeah, it's funny you say that.
0: I say mine. People ask me and I say David Beckham and Will Smith because I think they're both yeah. two men who have really good reputations. They're good, you know, family guys and really just they come across as really good people. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. Like Beckham, wow, man. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's a He's another one of mine as well, and Will Smith, absolutely love Will Smith. Yes. So, yeah, these people, like, you sit back, and even though they might not be doing the same thing as you're doing career-wise, mm-hmm. you can look back at what they've done over the years and how they've stayed at the top and the way they handle themselves and the way they've bounced back from, uh, you know, low points. Um, and you do, I look at that and just go, you know, wow, that's, yeah. that's what really
0: yeah i wonder i wanted to ask you about your process for making music because you know usually when i chat to artists they've they're they're usually singers but for you yeah. as a, a producer and dj do you kind of get a yeah. beat down and then will you invite someone in and be like hey can you lay down some can you write something to this or the yeah people come first?
1: there's actually a couple of different ways it happens um so the first way is kind of like what you lent to there so um be in my studio um, might have a songwriter in for the day or an an, an artist and an artist and a songwriter because sometimes you know you have a little team in the studio with you um, and sometimes artists write all their own songs though so they wouldn't have someone with them as well but you know it just depends man it's kind of casual Um, and yeah you'll just be vibing just with some chords playing um, a little beat in the background and and then you kind of you know, the songwriter and the artist might start, you know, singing a top line or start to get something together that's sounding good. And then I'll play off that on the production side and start to build a track and then we'll get the vocals down. It's kind of just like a bit of an organic process from the beginning of the day, you know, to the end of the day, you end up with something that's sounding good. And then I'll come away from that and then really add the production and produce it up. So that's how like a song is kind of Made from the ground up in the studio on a day with us all together in one room. So that's, I love doing that as well because yeah. it's the proper, probably you see the process of songwriting there and, and you feel like you're involved with something from yeah. the ground up. It's that's great. The other way it happens, which is probably, I would say, more common, is um, I'll receive a lot of like a cappellas and top lines and sometimes like songwriters and artists will, will write stuff for me for my project and we'll be like, hey, Joel, you know. I've written this top line i think it suit you check mm. it out you know i listen to um try to listen to everything i get sent and sometimes you just hear like a rough demo or an, even just a an acapella like a vocal stem and you're like this is sick like there's mm. something in this i need to do something to it and then i'll take that and then i'll work on it from my side you know add my twist build my production around it that's that's the other way of doing it um like and like, if you if you heard some of the original versions of of tracks like Lonely and Head and Heart, you you'd be like, what? What well, the hell? It yeah. doesn't sound anything Completely like what this track songs. is. Yeah, but the the raw essence is there. Do you know? I mean, the the yeah. idea is there. Maybe a part of the hook is there, and I've gone bang. That that is sick. Let's yeah. build around this. That's kind of the way a lot of tracks happen.
0: Yeah. How many versions of Head and Heart were there before you came to the final one?
1: Oh god, don't do that, mate. It <laughs> was. It was like it was a it was a hard one. No, I tell you what, like head and heart was like a nine month project for me. Wow, honestly, mate, I've been working on that song since last November. Yeah, and oh, was it yeah, always MDK on it? Nah, no, nah, he came on to, came onto it later in the project. Um, he came onto it in March, just before lockdown. Actually, um, he got sent the demo that I'd been working on and. You know, I'd, I'd never met him before, like, um, I've been a big fan of his for so mm. many years, obviously, absolute legend, and mm. and he messaged me on Instagram, and he was like, Joe, like, I love this Head & Heart song of the demo, <laughs> and I went, what? Wow. What, really? is like, like, I love it, and I was like, okay, sick, because it needed a new vocal, it needed new parts written to it too, Because I and, and, and he was like, I'd love to get involved in it, and I was like, okay cool cool yeah i'm yeah. cool with that inside i was like ah. yeah because he's, he's amazing yeah i was trying to find it cool though a little yeah. bit I was like,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> um and then yeah he got he because of lockdown we couldn't get in together because the studio had closed because of the quarantine thing so um we, uh, he, we worked remotely on it. So just via like phone calls and WhatsApps and Zooms, whatever. Yep. And he had um, got, he recorded his vocals. And he wrote the extra parts that needed written because th- it didn't have a pre-chorus. And mm. I tried a few different things and I couldn't get it. And like, I couldn't get this pre-chorus together, man. So I was thinking, ah, and then he, he just did it. And he sent me the pre-chorus and it was amazing. It was mm. bang on the money. And, um, obviously his vocals, you know, yeah. say no more, right? Oh, no, <laughs> um, I know. And then, yeah, from that point onwards, you know, once I knew I had the vocals then and I could finish the track, but yeah, yeah. it was a tough one to finish and it was definitely one that drove my OCD absolutely yeah. crazy. <laughs> I reckon. I was like I waking up in the middle of the night going, "There's a hi-hat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, <to> the <laughs> uh, you just, I, I know because I'm a musician too and you just listen every time you hear something new and you're like, oh, I've got to go back and fix that. Like there's a, yeah. people don't realize how much work goes into these songs. I'm being told we need to wrap up soon, but uh, is there any new music coming in the rest of 2020 or?
1: Uh, I've been working on so much new music because I've not been touring. So I've mm. kind of just done nothing. I've literally got done nothing but work on music. Yeah, um, yeah man. Of course, bro. You know me, bro. I'm coming, man. Oh man, I, I cannot wait. I cannot um, wait. Um, but yeah, man. And apart from that, I've got some cool remixes on the way soon. But yeah, yeah man. There's a lot, a, a lot more bangers in the pipeline. Don't you worry about that. Oh,
0: awesome. <laughs> well, we got to the news today that uh, Head and Heart's been added across the board, right across Australia. So congratulations, man. That's. Re- I'm excited that I get to play it every day. Uh, like our oh, whole team sorry. today. I said, guys, because we were we've actually been. Sneaky, sneaky, in every every now and then like okay. but um, <laughs> our the whole team i was like guys guess what head and heart's just been added like completely so we didn't need to add it in ourselves anymore it'll be played all the time <laughs> so we are very excited oh. man uh joel Corey's new single with m and ek head and heart is available to download and stream everywhere right now joel thanks so much for coming on man really appreciate it
1: Uh oh, thanks so much so great to chat and thank you for having me on mate the vibe turn it up
0: <laughs> all about the music. Keep listening to it because it gets you in that vibe. Hanging out with artists from all around the world. Hi, this is R. Larson. Hey, it's Guy Sebastian. Yo, yeah, what's going on? You, I'm doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. I'm having, having a beer with Youngblood.
1: This is The Vibe with Sean Brown.